Welcome to this week's Energy Show. It's my pleasure to introduce Cisco DeVries, CEO of Renewable Funding, also known as California First. California First specializes in setting up something called Property Assessed Clean Energy, or PACE financing. And PACE is a terrific innovation for people who are interested in getting solar on their business or on their home. Because the way it works is the cost of the solar system, the total cost, installation, equipment, whatever, becomes part of the assessed value of your property. And then you pay off the PACE financing annually or semi-annually with your property tax bills. We offer uh, PACE financing at Cinnamon Solar, and I've been really impressed at how easy and simple and fast it was. And I was just mentioning to, to Cisco that it's it was the cleanest and fastest financing that we've ever used. Um, it was almost seamless. Uh, it's almost as easy as getting a check from the customer. Um, the interest rates are reasonable. The tax deductibility is there. It's easy to qualify. And I'm really, really happy to, to see Pace getting traction and really succeeding here in California and happy to have Cisco as our guest today. So welcome to the show, Cisco. Barry, it's a real pleasure to be with you. Thanks for having me. All right, good, good. Well, I, I probably botched the explanation of how Pace Financing works. So if you could just explain um, how a homeowner would take advantage of Pace Financing. Well, I think you covered it pretty well. Here's how it works. A, a homeowner or, or a property owner of a commercial property as well, uh, you know, they, they decide on the solar project that makes sense for their house or business. Uh, to apply to the California First program at californiafirst.org uh, or through the phone call. Uh, we then, uh, once it's approved, it's all pretty straightforward from there. We pay the upfront cost. Uh, California First pays the upfront cost of the solar system, and the property owner just repays that cost uh, as a line item on their property tax bill over up to about 20 or even 25 years now. All right, good. So, so what kind of interest rates are there and in, in any other fees that are necessary? I mean, it, it, there's no free lunch here, and you guys have to make money. And um, what, how does that work? Well, the interest rates vary by the term. So we, we offer terms that go from uh, five years uh, all the way up to 25 years. Uh, and the rates are uh, range from in the 6% range to the 8% range. So it really depends on the, the term that the homeowner wants and what makes the most sense for the project that they're installing. One of the great things about PACE is it finances solar, but for example, if a homeowner uh, needs a new roof at the same time uh, that they want to get solar, uh, we can help finance both of those together. Uh, so as long as the roof is done um, in a really efficient manner, and there's specific rules around that because we, we want to make sure everybody's getting uh, a very efficient improvement here, uh, we can finance both of those together. So what we find is that uh, property owners are looking for uh, what's the package of improvements they need, whether it's just solar or a couple of things that relate to energy on the home, uh, put those all together and then find the interest uh, rate and the term that makes the most sense for them. All right, that, that makes sense. Now, now in the, a lot of the financing that I've used in the past has very high credit score requirements or other um, qualifications. What kind of requirements do homeowners have to meet in order to qualify for a PACE financing? 
So PACE is a is a really a public-private partnership. It's made available uh, because the local government, the city or county that you live in or your business is in, has uh, opted to make this available uh, to uh, those property owners as a as an option as a financing tool. Um, so uh, the reason that that's uh, really important to note here is that what we're putting what we're really putting together is a program that allows almost everybody to participate in getting solar and to uh, get lower cost energy bills uh, through solar or other energy improvements. So that means we can do, uh, we don't even use your credit score as a a tool for determining whether you're eligible. We look at, uh, do you own the home? Uh, Is the home underwater in its mortgage? We want to make sure that it's not underwater and make sure a couple of key things that the property is stable, that uh, you've been paying your property taxes on time, paying your mortgage on time. But if you hit those major qualifications and you're using an approved contractor like uh, Cinnamon Solar, then you're uh, allowed to go ahead and get financing. So it really democratizes solar in that way. It, it really opens the door up to a whole bunch of, of people to participate who haven't really had the option before and I think that's one of the reasons why so many local governments have signed up and said, yes, we'd like to make sure this is available to uh, the people that uh, live and work in, in, in our jurisdiction. Yeah, and, and from a contractor's standpoint, it's really good because a lot of times you go through the whole process of offering financing to a customer, and then it turns out that they can't get the financing because of some weird credit score issue or whatever. And it sounds like you've been able to get around that limitation based on the structure of PACE financing. That's right. I mean, not everybody qualifies, right? If you have a property that is, uh, uh, you know, is is really in in, in trouble because people haven't been paying uh, their mortgage or their property tax, then we're not going to uh, approve it. But for the most part, most uh, folks who come in do qualify, and we give contractors tools to uh, put in the address and some information ahead of time so they can pre-screen the property and make sure that the property looks like it's going to qualify for financing even before they can sit down with the homeowner. Similarly, a homeowner who might be you know, listening on the radio here can go to CaliforniaFirst.org, plug in their address, and see whether they're eligible. Uh, so it, it really does make that process a lot easier. So th- th- that's a, a terrific innovation. That's why I was so excited about PACE when, it, when discussions started on it about six or seven years ago. H- how does the deductibility of the interest work um, uh, or, or the principal? So on a normal home equity loan, you can deduct the interest. Your taxes are usually completely tax deductible. How does, how does the PACE uh, principal and interest payback work as far as deductibility? So the first thing to to note here is uh, I am not a tax lawyer and not your accountant. So uh, for right. every, and, and neither am I. So that's <laughs> right. So we very clearly say to folks, hey, look, talk to your tax preparer. Make sure you 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 have it right for you your situation. But the law is relatively straightforward on this when you look at the IRS code, and and so people should to take a look at that with their tax preparer. And what it says is uh, the interest portion of your uh, payments for PACE. Uh, are often tax deductible, just like uh, the interest portion of your uh, home equity loan or your mortgage. You can certainly uh, make your own determination based on what makes sense in your situation, but there are a number of other property tax and property tax assessment tools like this out there in the world that have existed for a hundred years. I thought, uh, the IRS has uh, a number of 
uh, statements and, and rules about this, and, and we fit pretty clearly within uh, some established IRS rules. So, you know, take a look at those for yourself, but it is, uh, generally speaking, uh, in the interest portion looks to be tax-deductible, and that obviously helps a lot for homeowners in terms of saving some uh, some additional money on their solar system. Yeah, that, that definitely helps. And then, you know, you're also able to roll in um, energy efficiency-related uh, options that go along with the solar, um, and that makes a lot of sense. H- how does how does the pace loan compare to, let's say, you were just to go get an ordinary unsecured bank loan or or a lease? The the first thing, of course, Barry, is we say you know look at your options. So for some homeowners and property owners, they'll have a great home equity line of credit they can use, or they'll have they'll cash in their bank account or other financing, and people should take a look and see what's best. But when you compare PACE to uh, other types of financing, there are a number of things that, that uh, come out as real benefits. The first is just you know how easy it is to qualify. The second is how long the terms can go out. It's very hard to get financing that goes out 20, 25 years uh, with a fixed interest rate payment, really simple terms. Uh, and the third is, uh, for, in many cases, the, pro- the uh, property tax assessment paying back your, your PACE financing just transfers automatically between homeowners. So if you sell your house and, and move, the new property owner gets the benefit of the solar system that you'd installed, but they also have the obligation to continue repaying it. So in, in the uh, majority, the vast majority of uh, home sales, you see the pace lien just transfer along between owners. That is, I think, a, a real advantage because most people live in their home for you know eight to ten years, uh, and a solar system is going to keep their uh, you know keep producing power for twenty, thirty years. So this gives a, a way to to sort of pay as you go for solar rather than pay the upfront cost and essentially buy the uh, the free energy for the next owner of your house. Yeah, no, that that makes a lot of sense. That's one of the limitations on some of the other long-term financing techniques like leases and PPAs is that you got to take care of that that obligation before you sell your house. Or even if you have a regular bank loan for solar, um, if you sell your house, you're still going to have to pay off that loan, whereas it's nice how Pace just kind of cleanly goes along with, with the property. Now, uh, I, I know Pace kind of got started here in California, but what are some of the other geographic areas in which Pace is starting to roll out and be a fairly popular option. Yeah, well, you know, Pace is California born and California raised. Uh, it in it is currently available in almost all of the state of California. So uh, we will have uh, nearly complete coverage over the state of California uh, by the end of the year. Uh, today, virtually everywhere in the San Francisco Bay Area, Sacramento area, down through Monterey. Uh, uh, is covered by a PACE program, by our PACE program. So we have really great geographic coverage in California and now all the way through down to uh, Los Angeles, San Diego, and, and uh, Point South. Uh, so it's, it's spreading rapidly throughout the state. Across uh, the country, uh, there are about 31 states that have uh, passed legislation at their state legislators that become law that allows for uh, PACE financing to take place. Not all of those laws work perfectly, and some are just for commercial and not for commercial and residential. And so there's a mix of, of things out there. But you certainly see particularly commercial PACE now in about a dozen states uh, that is active, that uh, I should say, uh, 
paced uh, financing for commercial properties is active in about a dozen states and growing all the time. Uh, we just had new legislation passed in uh, a number of states around the country in the last just few months, including Kentucky and uh, Ohio. Uh, so it's really continuing to spread. Um, the residential program is uh, active today in, in California and in Florida, and we see a number of other states that are moving forward with their residential programs as well. Yeah, you mentioned uh, pays for commercial properties, and that's one of the limitations that, that, that we continue to have in the solar industry is for, for owner-occupied buildings, they don't have a lot of options other than some kind of PPA or lease unless they really want to take a hit on their credit. How would it work for you know, a typical small or medium-sized business that may have, say, a 100,000-square-foot warehouse somewhere in, in Silicon Valley and they want to use PACE and it's owner-occupied? Is, are they good candidates for PACE? Oh, they're absolutely great candidates. You know, as, as you know, and I think you just alluded to, one of the great challenges right now in financing for solar is in this what we call small and mid-scale commercial category. So, if you're a large uh, investment-grade company, a Walmart or a you know a, a Safeway, you, you can get a lot of good options for uh, lease or PPA financing for projects. Plus, you have access to other capital. But for the vast majority of commercial property owners, they don't have good options for financing for long-term solar. They often don't qualify for PPAs or leases, or if they do, they're quite uh, difficult to to get. Uh, So what we see with with commercial pace is the same thing as for a homeowner, which is you, uh, we don't, you know, we're really looking at the security of the property itself and putting an assessment on the property to repay the cost. So it's very secure. And we can provide financing uh, up to, you know, again, 20, 25 years for solar systems on a huge range of commercial properties, just like you mentioned, owner-occupied uh, warehouse or other facilities is a great example. So the average uh, commercial solar deal that we see into our uh, application pipeline today is about $400,000. So a, a kind of a mid-sized project that has, uh, you know, been a difficult one for the market to really uh, to open up. It's been one of the last places in California where financing has really been a challenge, and I think PACE uh, really helps to solve that. I, I should add, it, it has some real advantages potentially as well with um, not just owner-occupied, but where you have tenants in a building. Because with triple net leases, you can often pass through both the additional property tax costs, but also the energy savings directly. Uh, this is something that took place, for example, in a a big project in San Francisco at the Pier, I'm sorry, at uh, Pier One at the uh, Prologis headquarters. They had uh, a put a used pace to put solar and do energy efficiency improvements. Obviously, that benefited them as the main tenant, as the main uh, occupant of the building. But they had a number of subtenants as well, and they just passed along both the benefits and the costs as part of the pace financing. So I think we we also start to deal with some of these split incentive issues with pace. Obviously, you got to work with your tenants, make sure this works. But I just say I think it's a good, uh, good option, both for owner-occupied and for uh, tenant-occupied buildings. Yeah, I, I think it's great for for that small commercial segment that just hasn't been able to get traction because of the financing issues, and and a lot of experienced installers just kind of shy away from that segment just because the the success rate is relatively low once you kind of dive into mm-hmm. the financing. But um, so so it's great to see that Pace has got some good traction now in California and, and expanding elsewhere. How did Pace get started? 
Well, that's that's where my story starts, Barry. As you know, we we uh, we first met very early on in this process and have uh, been able to stick and stay in touch and stay in this business for a long time. Uh, I was the chief of staff to the mayor of Berkeley, California, uh, Tom Bates. Tom is still the mayor of Berkeley, finishing his uh, uh, his fourth term, I believe. And we were uh, working on a pretty fundamental problem, which is uh, how do you get uh, folks in this, uh, you know, in the city of Berkeley to make these kinds of energy efficiency and solar improvements in a way that deals with the upfront cost and helps them save money. Um, and we looked at a whole range of options to, to try and deal with this. And and I sort of came across and I uh, this idea of using property tax assessments almost by accident. A group of homes in Berkeley, they were putting the, uh, they were doing what's called an underground utility district. They were putting all the poles and wires from the utilities underground, and there are some both, you know, uh, aesthetic benefits, but also fire and earthquake safety benefits to this. But it was voluntary. The homes, uh, it was about a hundred homes in, in North Berkeley, were were doing this. They'd all decided they wanted to do it. It was completely voluntary, and the city was just providing them a funding mechanism, a voluntary funding mechanism that allowed for uh, the, the city to pay the upfront costs of the undergrounding. Uh, and then each property had a, a assessment placed on it that allowed that required uh, the property owners to pay back the cost of that undergrounding over 20 years. The average uh, assessment on the property was about nineteen, twenty thousand dollars, but it varied by the property. And so, while we were working that through, I said, "Well, hey, wait a minute. That law looks like if we, uh, we could use that for solar. If we can put, you know, the poles and wires for electricity underground, why not put them on the roof in the form of a solar system?" So we began working. I got a, a team of, of great folks together from the city and said, and some lawyers from outside, and said, "Hey, look, can we do this?" And we put together a whole strategy, and and that became what's the was then called the Berkeley First program, which was the very first uh, PACE program in the country. Uh, really successful pilot effort there, and that got the ball rolling across the whole country. So this this really came about. Um, a little bit uh, by accident, a little bit by chance, but also just because I think a, a group of pretty dedicated, you know, policy people and and entrepreneurs were saying, "Hey, we we've got a problem to solve. How? What, what tools do we have in local government to solve them?" So, so lots of things get started in Berkeley. How did you kind of get from Berkeley to the next set of activities that were necessary in California to make this work? Well, I, I'd left the city after about five years and was do, uh, was doing consulting work and looking at this, and, and the PACE idea that we'd started in Berkeley was really taking hold around the state and around the country. So I said, uh, you know, what's really needed? What have we learned from Berkeley? And one of the things we've learned is, you know, this has got to be done at scale. It's got to be standardized. We need technology and systems that make this easy for homeowners and contractors across multiple jurisdictions, not just in a single small city. And we need to make sure that we have lots of, lo- of uh, you know, relatively low-cost capital available so that there's no question that the money's there if people want to do projects. So renewable funding was created really to solve that problem, to say, okay, how do we take this concept that seems to be very successful in Berkeley and a couple of other towns uh, and scale it into something that works uh, for the whole uh, industry and works for homeowners across the state? So we created renewable funding back in 2008 uh, with that goal, and we've continued on. We, we of course, do not just the California First PACE program, but we do other types of financing for energy improvements. 
pace has really been uh, what we started with and our true love as we've gone through this process, and it's exciting to see it really start to grow and prosper now. So one of the, the challenges with any kind of solar financing is where does the pot of money come from? And uh, I'm sure you didn't raise all the money uh, within renewable funding for PACE. So so let's say there's a, a, a program that's rolling out in San Jose. We, we already have a great program here, but, but where does the capital come from for that program? Well, what you want to set up, and this, look, one of the most important things about PACE is that it's a tool that local governments can provide to their uh, homeowners and business owners. But it can't rely on money from a city. It can't rely on credit from the city. Because cities and, and counties, they have their own needs and they have their own requirements for capital. And so we needed to make sure that the capital for PACE from the very beginning came from private investors, came from folks willing to fund uh, these improvements at large scale and not put cities or counties at risk. And, and that's, uh, the, the, that's been a core uh, component, even from the very first time we were starting the program in Berkeley. So the money comes from in private investors uh, who put large capital to work uh, and who then get repaid through the property tax assessments that the property owners make. So this is all coming from invest, investors that we've lined up who then provide that capital through to the program. We Renewable funding is currently operating a, a $300 million fund uh, that we put together that uh, provides the capital for the California First program across the country, and there's plenty more uh, when that comes from. So it's, it's really nice, as I said before, this is a really good public-private partnership where we take tools uh, available to local governments to solve real challenges that they have uh, and uh, do it with uh, private capital and, and private business doing the work, and it seems to be working very well. So so um, the radio station is here in San Jose, and Silicon Valley is uh, you know, really one of the, the places where solar's taken off. Uh, tell me a little bit about the program that San Jose put together for PACE. So San Jose uh, offers the California First program to its residents, as well as uh, at least one other uh, PACE program that serves residential customers. Uh, and what the, the what the city of San Jose said was, uh, look, we we think this is a very valuable tool for the the people and the businesses of San Jose, and we want there to be a couple of options out there for uh, folks to take advantage of. So they uh, opted into the California First program. They passed a resolution at their city council, uh, strong support of the mayor, that said. Let's make this available and uh, go forward for the folks in San Jose. And it's been great. We have uh, obviously just hundreds of, of people in San Jose and the Silicon Valley who have taken advantage of PACE and are in the process of getting solar on their homes now. Uh, so they put that program um, together uh, about the middle of last year, maybe uh, the fall of last year. Uh, and it's really taken off in the Silicon Valley. So we just see great demand, not just in San Jose, but in all of the communities in San Mateo and Santa Clara. Yeah, it's it's a terrific program. And, and you know, for people who don't want to use whatever credit line they have or, or home equity for solar and they want to keep some of that powder dry, pace is perfect. So we're, we're just about to wrap up. How can people get in touch with California First? So CaliforniaFirst.org. Uh, the website, CaliforniaFirst.org, has all of the information as well as online application and also just a, an online tool for a homeowner to find out whether they're likely eligible for the program. 
All right, terrific. Well, that's all the time we have on this week's Energy Show. Thanks, Cisco, and thanks to all of our listeners for joining us today. If you missed any of today's show, you can always go to our website at cinnamonsolar.com and listen to the podcasts. (laughs) 